Have you ever uh, heard of the Met Gala? Of course, the Met Gala Ball. Who hasn't? The Met Gala in itself is known for some of the highest fashion. So, Shrey, let me ask you. Yeah. They send you an invitation to your home, and they say, hey, come through to New York. What are you wearing? And what are you wearing this year? Well, well, Max, it's, it's interesting because I was looking at all the pictures from this year's Met Gala, right? And it's all top, top designers creating their most crazy elegant outfits and you know it's got to be ornate with you know you big big you know it's got you got to have like flowy a, dresses bows ribbons swords yeah yeah you got to have like a, a like a 15 foot radius around you for it to be a met gala outfit sometimes so but no 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 this year was you said american fashion history american fashion history okay american designers if i want to stand out what is more historical than dressing up as Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> right? So, Full I will... tall, white socks, wig, yep. bifocals. Mm. Yep. And don't forget, don't forget, he had uh, the most receding hairline of any of the pictures I've seen from that era. So, and he wasn't afraid to show it. So, he never wore, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, he never wore those tricorn hats as much most of the pictures you see of them are like full flowing there's no most hair of the pictures the most of the pictures you said yeah like if you see all the like portraits and images oh of the him, portrait yeah okay. <laughs> yeah yeah most of the mo- <laughs> most of the digital pictures from the 1770s <laughs> most of the film from that time is uh you know you can see him he's not wearing hats a lot my reference is google <laughs> <laughs> all right well, so you're going so yeah. Trey, let me ask you about this hairline are you yeah Shaving your own head, or are you doing kind of like a bald cap wig? Scenario? Ooh, ooh! If this is Met Gala, yeah, I might, I might. You gotta shave, shave your head. Yeah, I might shave my head, dye it white, and put in extensions. Cause like, mm. don't you have to go all out? Like, you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't you say to. that you can't say that you're gonna be Benjamin Franklin, but then really you're just a fake Benjamin. You gotta be a. Yeah, you can't Benjamin be a guy Franklin. in tall socks. You can't be yeah. a guy in tall socks, too, right? Yeah, <laughs> guy in tall socks. Yeah, you see, <laughs> you see those guys bawling at the park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we, yeah. All right. So that's uh, that, that's pretty good. It's historical. It's um, it's honoring one of our founding fathers. I, I like that. And if you're going bald, I mean, that's that's a statement right there. I think Shrey, if I were to get the invite, um, I'm gonna go. So what's more American than denim, right? <laughs> I'm going denim, like mankini right like the borat like the the two long straps coming around covering the necessary areas full denim rough very nice hard hard denim very nice and um i'm gonna get the american flag tattooed on my chest so not fake just like denim mankini american flag tattoo i mean what is more oh and then like little like yeah maybe some sunglasses that's slicked back hair what what's a mankini again? Is that just a is that just a one piece speedo? Yeah, it's like it's like, but it's like the one that like goes up and around and kind of like comes back. It's kind of like the um, yeah, it's uh, it kind of rides up a little bit if you know. What I'm oh, oh my god, can you imagine you can put that with denim? Yeah, oh yeah. The yeah, chafe no, no the would be unreal, Max. I don't know if I don't know if you could handle that chafe. Oh, I would be hurting by the end of the night for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Fully chapped ass. Fully, like like raw. All right. Raw. Well, enough raw. about my raw ass. Let's uh let's talk some sports. Amateur hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 35. Today we were trying something new. We're trying some cold opens. We're just trying random topics, just kind of keeping it fun, keeping it light, getting everybody in the mood to talk sports by talking about chafed ass. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shrey, it was a busy, busy week in the world of football. I mean, we had week one action. We had some excitement. We had some disappointment. We had some heartbreak, all of which we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, I mean, let's get the good vibes going. Bring us to those weekly highs. The weekly highs. Serene weekly highs. Perfect. Oh, it's calm. Okay. It's calm. It's calm. Well, it's calm for me because yesterday we uh, celebrated our birthday for my brother, uh, which was this week. And we got a cake for him. So we got a red velvet cake. 
and we got it from Ooh. from Wegmans. Okay, and I I don't know. This is one of the like I tried it and I was like, this is one of the best store bought cakes I've ever I've ever had. It was that it, good. It was that good. Like like okay, because I was I was having some doubts. Right, it looked like. I don't know, maybe the outsides have been, like maybe it'd been crispy or whatever it's been there for a while but i tried it dude it seemed it was fresh like it was like mm. a cream cheese frosting and i mm. just couldn't stop like doing that mm. like you know what i mean like mm. you just move you pucker your pucker your mouth and you just go mm, like that a little bit mm. and i was like man this is like really good like wegmans did a really good job so max max have you ever had an experience where you got like some from a grocery store and you were like, dang, this is way better than I expected from a supermarket. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that happens. Uh, you know, like you'll get something like, I'll get like really good quality chocolate milk sometimes, you know, like you really? get it. You know, you just the one in the glass can and you know, you're like, ah, it's a grocery store, glass can. There's a million of them. You get it. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. But it's not oh. brand name. It's like the grocery store brand. Grocery store brand too. Even sometimes, you know, sometimes the frozen pizzas will sneak up on you. You know, you you get them and you're like, oh, that's mm. yeah, it's a frozen pizza. Like I'm getting this because, you know, I'm <laughs> fat and lazy. <laughs> then you have. I it really like, like getting. Oh. I really like getting like okay. regular pizzas. Like not just like like they bake it in the in the supermarket and stuff. Like supermarkets oh. do a decent job. Like big like a y. big Y type. Yeah, like a big Y type. They do a decent job. Wegmans makes a good pizza. I've had a good pizza from Price Chopper before. Mm. Yeah. Like some pretty good pizzas out there, and they're all decently cheap comparative to like, I don't know, not if you're like getting a Domino's, but like for the price and the quality, like that's a decent range medium that you're getting with uh, a grocery store pizza right there. So red velvet cake from Wegmans, I was like, this is top notch. This is really good, and I'm I'm ready to have some leftovers today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Trey, next time I uh, come back east side. We'll get, I'll be sure to stop we'll, at the, the we Wegmans. Will, yeah, we will buy a $25 Wegmans velvet cake just and for the two of us. eat it by ourselves. <laughs> and just for, yeah, just for uh, content's sake. Just, 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 just to talk about it on the pod. Oh, yeah. All right, so what, so, about, what about sports? What's yeah. going on? So, Max, this actually happened a couple hours ago. So we're, we're recording this on Saturday. And this happened a couple hours ago. And it was in this Oklahoma-Nebraska game. And as I was just scrolling down Twitter and I wasn't really paying attention to the game, but I was scrolling down Twitter at the same time. I see people going crazy over this catch. Like, oh my God, did you see the Oklahoma? Like, did you see this guy's catch? And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm expecting a wide receiver. No, 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 no. This was an interception where this guy, DJ Graham, he's a cornerback. He's literally, he's, you know, he's on the inside of the receiver going towards the end zone close to the sideline and or middle of the field kind of and he sticks out his outside arm so his in so his, uh, from his outside shoulder and he stabs at the ball one-handed and he literally to keep the ball like with like in his person and he's not going to drop it he he's right. literally flipping 180 as he so he's he's doing like an odell with the outside arm and then as he, he grabs flips, the ball, as he grabs the ball and he flips 180 before he gets to the ground so that he can stay on his back. And I, I, but, just but, thought, but I think Shrey, there was a great description, but I think what you're failing to emphasize is how high yeah. and how quick and fast this catch was. Like, like you see it coming down and you're like, oh, you know, like normal receivers are just going to be able to, uh, you know, like put pressure on that or like bat it away. This yeah. man like jumps up. Four feet in the air. Like yeah. his feet, he is, he's is at least four feet off the ground again, like turns around. Yeah. One hand suction cups it in. Then, Oof. like Trey said, turns back, falls down, and that receiver that he was guarding got pancaked by another defender. And you, you know how tough it is to play corner at a high level. It's oh yeah, it's it's one of the most difficult positions, especially if you're isolated a lot. Like these wide receivers just have open field; they'll break you off, and you're gonna be you know you're gonna be no no man's land. But to stay on somebody. And not to just like worry about, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bat the ball down, I'm just try to get a tip on it. He got a full hand on that thing, and like you said, just Mitt. Spi- spidey spidey it up, webbed it up, and 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 brought it down <laughs> and flipped over. I was like, and all in one motion too. I was like, I, just on first glance, I think it was better than the Odell catch. 
Whoa. And like I'm I'm putting it up there with one of the best catches I've ever seen in a football game. And I it may be, you know, and it just biased. happened. It just, just happened. happened. It just happened. But I don't think I've ever seen a catch like that, especially coming from a defensive player. Offensive player, they make one-handed catches all the time. They're unbelievable. But a defensive player, your back is to the football and he he doesn't have that much time to react and let alone grab the ball. So unbelievable catch. That's that's going down as one of the top top plays in football that I've ever seen. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't mm-hmm. even luck too. It was like it looked like it was all skill. Like like there's a lot right. of lucky amazing plays. That was like a skillful play. That was like a skillful play. I like I said, like you gotta, you know. Yeah, he like, the guy was four feet in the air. I mean it was yeah. insane. And he just he like literally turned around. Oh, He's like falling backwards. That yeah, that absolutely, absolutely a highlight. Yeah. Well, Trey, let's talk about. I mean, that was great. You know, that's college ball. You, you know, we're not like you know, we don't really talk about college ball here. But you nah. gotta give, you gotta give the man props. Gotta give now let's props. go over to the pros, right? And you, you, a lot of times you're like, oh, pros are better. Well, <laughs> for some of these teams, that is not the case. <laughs> the lows. So I'm going to talk about the weekly lows. My own personal weekly low is that I started a new job this week, and uh, whew, that is overwhelming. It is mm. overwhelming. I am. I'm not going to go into any details. You know, I don't want. I don't want to speak ill or anyway. But, but I'm just. I am in a That's lot of ways. First week is a out lot, of right? my league. So. Yeah. For, first week is a lot. I went in every day. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, welcome. Someone teach me. Yeah, I had two days of training, and now I'm in a like management position. So, oh yeah. wow, yeah, two so, days of training. That's yeah, that's not a lot of time to. to yeah, I'm basically I'm I'm literally like a branch manager for a new branch for this company. Um, wow, it's Dang. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, to, so it's I come work so with, I come yeah. from a background of sales, but I have to learn everything about operations. So there is mm. there's a lot going on. Anyway, mm-hmm. so you know nobody's no no fault of anybody's or anything i'm just like i'm in there i am it is trial by fire right now yeah a little bit stressful a little bit overwhelming yeah but you know we'll keep things positive and you know our, it's probably gonna be one of those things where like you know you look back and you're like what the heck was i worried about you know a what i hundred percent it's one of those things where this is gonna be the hardest thing you're doing right now but then you're, you're gonna find harder things that are gonna happen but you'll have the experience from all the things you've learned up to that point. So it's not like it's just, right. it's just always going to be a challenge. It's what type of challenge that you're going to, you're going to see. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so that it's all well and good. Plus the move yeah. too. you know, I'm mm. 23 years young and moving across the country is not something that you do every day. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. if you did, you'd have a lot of travel miles. I'll tell you that you'd have, I would have to get a travel credit card. I like yeah. one of those like airplane, Something, yeah, yeah. Delta, Delta Sky Miles, those cards and stuff. You'd have, you'd be because getting. Then a lot I of would points. have a free trip to Bali in like two years, okay? And that is what I'm living for. That is why I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some sports lows here. Um, mm. What I, so, huh, hmm. how do we begin? Well, the year was 2021. Daniel Jones was still the quarterback for the New York Giants. After a quite depressing first year, he started off his second year fairly well. Now, that being said, the roast that we gave him last week still stands. He was terrible last year, and his first game was not impressive. But this game, game two, very important game for the Giants. Saquon has had a little bit more time under his belt. He's able to kind of get his footing uh, but boy, oh boy, the Giants literally, and, and this is a quote, this is a quote from our good friend Joe Sorallo from Sorallo Sports Talk. But he mm. said, the Giants find a new way to break their fans' hearts every single week. <laughs> might be true. It might be true because the Giants were incredibly bad. I mean, talk about a clutch time, like, 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 like crunch time, like clutch. You have to just shape up and win, and they just whiffed, settled for field goals, couldn't score, literally left points on the board. They had a touchdown that was called back. I mean, and they, and they gave Washington two field goal attempts. Awful. Hey, can, can we also talk about how undisciplined they were yesterday? 11 turnovers, oh. 81 yards, with the last turnover being the most costly, yards. as you know. 
Yes, yeah, so, so bad. If it's not for Dexter Lawrence, the Giants might have won that game. But 11 turnovers. But it's not like Washington was much better. They had nine. So it's just been it's been a very kind of bumpy first week in terms of undisciplined football. But I know that's going to hopefully shore up. But I don't know about the Giants. It, I, I don't know what Joe Judge brings that, you know, promotes any confidence within the fans that they can not be so undisciplined like he's a yeah yeah he's a special team guy right he's a special teams guy that's what he was in in new england and what did the giants lose on yesterday they lost special special teams literally a special team turnover which is like you you are special teams you are out there to clutch up yeah and for Those you guys to like, you know, plays. again, you take these key plays, you take these random scenarios that you practice over and over again, and they're like, okay, this is your time to shine. You got to do it, get it done. Mm-hmm. And then they just fumble the bag. Basically, for those of you who didn't watch the game, um, the Giants lost by, like, like what did they lose by? Two points. A point. A point. A point. They lost yeah. by a point um, because they gave Washington two field goal attempts at the end. So the the, the final score of the game was was thirty to twenty nine, a literal point. And a special teams turnover, I mean, God, offsides. Like, yeah, just it's it's brutal because he missed a field goal in on the first attempt. Yeah. And everyone, you, you saw the crowd, they were like, oh, my gosh, like, what just happened? But then they get another sh- shot at it because the guy dead in the middle, Dexter Lawrence. Jumped. Jumped jumps. the gun. And it's so brutal. You're like, oh my gosh, the Giants are gonna, the Giants are gonna blow this game again. <laughs> like, and they blew it. Literally, as the time expired, oh. they they had another field goal. And I mean, it's a it's a it's a pro field. It's a pro kicker. Guy's not gonna miss twice, especially from what was it, thirty five yards? Yeah, well, it was a, it was a pretty gimme field. It was like a it was a gimme. extra point. Yeah, yeah. So a forty three yard field goal. But nonetheless, okay. like you give no, a guy no. a second, you give a guy a second shot at it. Like he has a second chance to, to reload and rethink about it, and then he just has to kick it again. Like it's, I don't know. the 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 stakes are still the same, but he got the miss out of the way, so it's not like he made the first one, and he has to think. Well, here's about the, it. right. Here's the thing, too. I mean, you know, Washington. It was really it was the Giants' game to win. Washington mm-hmm. just lost Fitzmagic, so you know. They're yeah. already at like a little bit of a disadvantage. Obviously, they have some really good players. They I love Terry McLaurin still. Um, oh, he, he had a really, really phenomenal game. But 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 at the same time, you like look at Washington and you're like, okay, you are a straight middle of the road team. The yeah. Giants for them to, <gasps> they need to like prove themselves in some way. And especially too, it stinks because Daniel Jones had such a good game. He did, and we have to give him props because we got to give him props. He was super efficient. Yeah. He, he, you know, he didn't throw, not all of his passes were perfect, but he threw very, very well and, and well enough where they put 29 points in the board. You know, yeah. And he was, help he, he was getting out of the pocket and he was making plays with his feet too. He had nine carries for 95 and a touchdown, uh, the yeah. touchdown being the, the first one. But so he was efficient everywhere too. He, he, 22 for 32, right? He had a passer rating of 102. So he played well enough to win that game. But regardless, like everything kind of has to go right for those types of teams to win. And you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're yeah. a middle of the road team, yep. regardless right. of how well your, your quarterback is playing, the pieces around you have to play as well. That's the only way you're going to get elevated into, into a win sometimes, especially against tough defenses like Washington. So it just wasn't enough because of because of something that's out of his control, and that's that just feels very very giancy at this point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. I got to give it up to Taylor Heineke too. He played he played really well too. He he had the bad turnover at the end, which was a horrible horrible interception in the red zone, but it didn't it didn't cost him much because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the the Giants only came out of that drive with a field goal. Because of some, um, I think it was a dumb penalty. It was two. They had two penalties in a row. Took them out of, took them out of a, a, a scoring chance, I think. And then, and then they got a field goal, if I remember correctly. But it was it like, it's just mistakes all over the place. But Taylor Heineke still played well enough throughout the game that mm-hmm. he and that last drive too, 
uh, got him into field goal range and and got Dustin Hopkins a chance to win the game, and he did. So, yeah, you know, middle of the road, but a good perfor- better performance from from Washington as a whole rather than New York as a whole. So right, and so so to cap up my weekly low. <laughs> Basically, the low is the pain that I feel for Giants fans. Two people who who I'm close to, again, our good friend Joe Serralo from Serralo Sports Talk. I listened to this past week's episode. Extremely funny. If yeah, you guys are looking for extra, shout out Joe. If you're looking for extra sports content outside of this podcast, Joe is great. Um, sure. But also, one of my roommates. Um, you know, she is just a huge Giants fan, and sometimes it's fun to just say the Giants suck. <laughs> So the pain that they feel, yeah. All righty. <laughs> that's, so that's all you got to say. <laughs> that's all I got to say. So straight, let's talk about the week one action that we just saw. I mean, we yeah. got week two coming up this week, you know, tomorrow. By the time you guys are listening to this, week two will already have happened, but we'll cover more on that later. For um, sure. So let's start with our very own home, home, homegrown, home team talent, mm. the New England Patriots. Now, it was a loss. In the middle there, I was like, oh, we can win. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Dolphins' defense, for me, you watch, and you're like, they don't know how to cover a 10 to 15-yard slant route. The small, quick dump-off passes to, like, our tight ends or just, like, the the quick, like, wide receiver routes, Mm -hmm. they just could not cover those. Like, Mac Jones will literally just make, like, 10-yard pass, 10-yard pass, 10-yard pass, and we just keep marching down the field. And I was like, that's great, especially because, again, we talked about a couple times this year, our, our double tight end system. And you could see that in full effect here. And I'm like, this is great. But at the same time, you know, they were able to still, you know, kind of like st- stop a lot of our key plays where I'm like, oh, we can make this. And then the Dolphins defense was right there. How do you feel? How do you feel about the game? Because I'm not, I'm really not upset. I liked kind of what I saw from Mac Jones. I know he wasn't phenomenal, mm-hmm. but you know, it's the first game. It's your first, it's your first NFL game. Yeah, I thought I thought they they definitely put the chains on him. I felt like there were a lot more plays that maybe could have been had that maybe Bill wasn't ready for Mac to try in his first game. But I thought he probably could have. Like I think that's how well he was playing. That he maybe he could have tried some more difficult throws, maybe some sideline throws. Like he was getting out of the pocket. I don't know if you remember that play. He got out of the pocket and he threw a strike to Kendrick Bourne on the sideline. And it was right. called back because of a penalty. And that was another thing. Was oh. There was a lot of penalties. There's a this, lot of penalties. Yeah. Which I'm sure Bill is whipping him into shape because there's no way that they keep that like that same penalty. Like the, the offensive line is going to be much better, I believe it. Um but Mac Jones, I felt could have made more with his arm. But I guess felt like he wasn't allowed to. He felt like, you know, he was just taking the plays that he had, which is good, which got him a good stat line. And it felt like he had a good game overall. But when it came down to, like, the red zone, I felt like that's why we were coming away with only field goals. So you you think, okay, okay. So you think that, like, again, Mac Jones having the game that he did was more of a coach's decision versus player confidence. Yeah, yeah. I thought okay, after that okay. after that first fumble, which is like the I think his first play of the game, and he he tried to like throw it backwards, which I was like, what's happening? I was like, what is this? I was like, hopefully this is not uh, or indicative what's gonna happen, of indicative. how the game is going to go. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't. So that's that's like a great sign that he was able to bounce back from that first play. But I felt like you know if you see the guy playing well, take a couple of shots. Like let's see how let's see how accurate he really is. He had the great pass to James White on the on the on the wheel route, and he put it right in the bread basket, right right where only James White could get it, and he got the first down. And it was a great pass. And I was like, man, we we could have had a couple more of those. And same with the the Nelson Aguilar pass. He had he was gonna get hit. He was gonna get smacked. And he threw a dart to Nelson Aguilar on like the two or three yard line, and he he walked in for a touchdown. So I was like, this guy has some, this guy has some balls. I really like what I see, but I felt like the loss was a little more on the coaches. Just overall, I feel like we could have come out with more drives with touchdowns. Like we had a 10, 10 point second quarter, and then we had a three point third quarter and a three point fourth quarter, and the Dolphins didn't play that yeah. well either. They they were not. 
Yeah. And I mean, really, again, that's why, well, that's why in the middle, you know, I thought that we showed a lot of promise. I'm like, oh, we can like win this game because the Dolphins didn't look particularly great either. And I think it was one of those games where just like it comes down to like, okay, well, the Dolphins just had the right plays at the right times. They were able to score. Right. You know what I mean? Right. What what did you think about that fumble at the end of the game by Harris? Oh, unnecessary. It's it's difficult. It was difficult to watch because... I mean, one, because I have Damien Harris on my fantasy team. But. <laughs> You're like, that's minus three points. Ah! <laughs> but. Stop it. <laughs> I was literally, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. But as a fan. I don't care who you are. Take care of the ball. Yeah. As a fan standpoint, he, I think he was already kind of like, he's already gone like 23 carries. Fourth quarter. If you feel tired, just go down. Like, we're already in the red zone there's no need to try to go for an extra foot or a yard you know what i mean like you don't need much we were down one so we just yeah yeah it was just it was just difficult to watch and i know he's not like the biggest guy but he i i always thought he was like a good secure rusher like i never i never felt like uh, like i was watching him and i was like oh man this guy could fumble at any second so I'm right. hoping he can bounce back because I, I know Bill has a propensity to when he sees a really bad play, he just he just literally deads everything from that point on for that player. And right. I don't know if you can do that in this case, considering you probably don't have much of a rushing game if you don't have Damian Harris on the field. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping he can bounce back and show the team that he's not that play. And he said that in the press game. Uh, the post game press conference too. He's like, I'm not going to be defined by one play. And that's a good attitude, but he's got to show. That's a good that. attitude to have. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, it's, yeah, you gotta, like, like I said before, unnecessary, like, yeah, it happened. And I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it shouldn't happen. And I don't know. Maybe I mean, do you, I, I mean, do you feel like he was just trying to go for like that big play? Versus I think like I think he was trying to just squeeze out a couple more feet instead of going down. If he had not, if he had gone down immediately, right when he was getting like gangbuster tackle, I'm pretty sure like four or five people were on him on that tackle. So there was right. something bound to go wrong when he had no <laughs> blockers. But hey, wait a minute! Yeah, I'm he, all by myself. <laughs> he went, yeah, he was like, he was like, where, where guys, where are you? guys and so when you have like four people on you and you're trying to squeeze out the extra foot or foot and a half it's just not worth it like that's when Xavier howard came and he just peanut tillman and punched the ball out and it's because he he had more time because damien harris was still trying to stand up and i was like dang dude i don't know if you had it in you at that point in time you you rushed a lot i think you should have just taken what they gave you and and hopefully he learns his lesson because we need him if we're going to depend on the rushing game from this point on. So, but I don't know if we need to as much. Like I feel like more confident with Max throwing the ball now. So I hope the coaches see that and think, no, we can win some games with Max arm too. Let's let's go downfield. Let's do some twenty yard passes. Let's do some crossing routes with the tight ends and let's let's figure this out. I think they didn't utilize the tight ends as much in the beginning of the game. But as the game got on, you saw Hunter Henry with a big first down. You saw John Smith with some, with some big, uh, big catches, nine yards, ten yard catches. So John Smith is faster than I thought he was. Yeah, he's he's very like sneak, deceptively, deceptively quick, yeah. quick, and yeah. he's big, but he feels like a like a lean big. He seems like a like I don't even know how to describe it. He seems more wide receiver hybrid but he's mm-hmm. big enough where like he has that bulk to him he can shed off some linebackers too so um i i want to see more of him i want to see more of hunter henry too i think it's just more in the passing game because i feel like he was delegated to a lot of a blocking in that game he was kind of unheard of until that one catch right but, we need him to transform into that like gronk mm-hmm. type where it's like yeah okay block block for your guys because you're a big dude but also, yeah. I want you to be strong and, 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 you know, get those quick right up the middle, like just, you know, either runs or like catches. Yep. Exactly. And he's he's yeah. known for getting in the red zone and, and making and getting a lot of touchdowns. He did that when he was healthy in, 
in San Diego slash Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, so we weren't in the red zone, deep in the red zone a lot this past game. But, you know, if we get more chances in the red zone, like look, to, look I'm looking for him to see be a big factor. Again, especially against the Jets, who are I, I don't know what they have left on the field. They everyone's <laughs> everyone's either injured or doesn't care. Like I think, I think that team is gonna go down. I know they have the new coach and everything. That team is gonna go downhill as long, even if Zach Wilson has an amazing year. I think they just don't have the team for it. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about another team that is questionable. They got the big, you know, they have the big Q next to their name. Mm. let's talk about green Bay and let's talk about green oh. Bay's performance this weekend. Uh, so for those of you who did not watch or catch the game, green Bay three, new Orleans saints, 38, <laughs> James Winston by himself, five touchdown passes, Aaron Rodgers on the other side, 15 for 28, 133 painful yards mm-hmm. and two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Wow, Shrey, what do you what do you make of this? I mean, you you watch this game after all of this offseason drama, and you watch the game, and you're like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah, it's it's kind of haunting because New Orleans just seemed way more ready for this game, and it felt oh, like they were Sean, composed. It felt like Sean Payton had the exact plan that he knew would work for Jameis Winston, and he wasn't gonna go off of it and Jameis Winston made all the throws that he had to in that game he he had a great I just remember this one play he had a great touchdown I think it was to what's his name Jawan Johnson Jawan Johnson the tight end in the back of the end zone it was just a a phenomenal play by him and and Johnson to make that catch but I just felt like Jameis just had more juice and and Rodgers came in probably with the mentality that like he kind of he, he, it felt like maybe he won his little offseason thing. Like he got Green Bay to cave a little bit, give him maybe more leeway and make more decisions and stuff. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's how he thought and how he carried himself on the field because he just felt like kind of just very like like lazy out there. Like the his pocket presence just wasn't it just wasn't what we've seen from Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't, he wasn't doing a lot with the football and his connection with Devonte Adams, other than I think there was like a one big pass that they had like 30 yards or something like that, but it wasn't there and he wasn't using anyone <laughs> really either. And the rushing game was really bad. AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones just were non-existent, non-existent. And yeah. that's, those are the guys you're depending on. You're depending on Rodgers. You're depending on Jones. You're depending on Adams. And those are like your three big playmakers in Green Bay. And if yeah. all of them aren't effective, right? And it starts with Rodgers. Like, that's kind of scary. It and- starts with, it's well, yeah, it starts with Rodgers. It starts with the king. I mean, this is the guy who's like, I need better people around me. Yeah. And they made, you know, I know it wasn't like your first choice, you know, changes that they made, but they still were able to kind of like rearrange the roster to get you a better team. Yes. And here you are in just like, you know, this is your, this is your season debut and you get absolutely murked. And, mm. and here's the thing too, Jameis Winston some people love him. Some people hate him. Some people are right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. I think this guy is super inconsistent. He shows flashes of greatness. I mean, maybe, maybe Green Bay got unlucky, right? Maybe this was the day where, like, you know, <laughs> James Winston's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go off for – and he only had 148 yards. Like, he just was literally yeah. just throwing touchdowns. Exactly. That means they were running the right plays. It wasn't like James Winston was carrying them on their back. He only threw 20 right. times. Right, like it's it's so tough to to throw twenty times, but to score thirty eight points. That means the Saints just came with a a much better game plan, and the Packers just did not know how to combat. Did not it know how to game. deal with that. And, yeah. and I mean that the the worst part is for Aaron Rodgers, right? And you know, I know that the yardage was roughly the same, but the two interceptions that is you can't blame. I mean, that's you, especially when the maybe, other guys a little bit of play design, in. maybe a little bit of play design, maybe. But like you are still in some ways the commander in chief on the field, like when the play is actually happening, like that is your decision, right? Yeah. You can, you can take, if you have to, I mean, you know, I guess maybe I don't know how strict it is when you're at the NFL, but like you can do a little play action, right? If your guy that your, your primary targets covered, you got to make something up. 
Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? And, and it was so mm-hmm. bad. It was so bad that Jordan Love had to come in. That's Jordan Love the, got 68 the, yards, five for seven. Not bad. That's that's one of the bigger pieces where it was like, it got that bad in the first game Yeah, that Jordan yeah. Love had to, to get some action. You never thought Jordan Love would get action early this season. And I know the next game in the schedule for Green Bay is Detroit. And I don't know, Detroit kind of came back on San Francisco last game. Like San Francisco was blowing them out and Jared Goff showed me something a little bit. And, and I, at least I did not think that Jared Goff was going to be, well, yeah. It, yeah. So like, I wouldn't expect works Detroit to try, meet. man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, Trey, that's the thing is like, you see Green Bay Saints and you're like, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be probably like, a shootout. 24 16. Oh, I was going to say, like, I was going to say, like, a moderate game. You, I thought, oh, you, you know, you I would get like a that. 24 to like 16 18 kind of game. Um, just yeah. because of like the reputations yeah. of the teams, complete. It's a new, again, it's the start of the season. That's true. You yeah. know, Aaron Rodgers is, is, is going to show up, but man, three to 38. Yeah. That is obliteration. Does this show you anything, Max? Are you, are you, do you think that, I don't know, this could be the start of a, a down year for the Packers or do you think they have a bounce back in them immediately? Like, I, I don't think if they lose the next game, like we're going to see some more eyes on if Aaron Rodgers was just ready for the season. If he was doing too much in the offseason, like that type of conversation is going to come up. I don't think after one game, you can make that assessment, but if they lose against Detroit, you probably could start like looking at things that way. Do you think that, Green Bay is in for a worse than worse year than we thought. That's a great question. And evaluating talent wise, I would say that the bounce back is going to happen. You know, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to look at the talent. I'm just going to look at this. I mean, because you know, you can't. I I'm not going to write off a season because of one game. Like, yeah, right. it was an incredibly bad and embarrassing loss. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going to write off Green Bay's season. Okay. Um, I would agree I, with that too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that they're going to come back and, you know, reverse it and score 30 points while, you know, while letting up seven. Yeah, um, I think it might might take a second. But like sometimes a rude awakening like this is the best case scenario, you know, because you guys came in. Well, what about what about just a, a a worse year than last year? Last year, they were top of the division, 13 and three. Right. They ended on a six game win streak and they made it to the NFC championship game where I thought they had the chance to win multiple times and Aaron Rodgers did not make the right. They beat themselves. Yeah, yeah. They beat themselves in that game, but regardless, they made it to that point, right? And Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Is, is there some, you know, compens? is there some, I guess, compensating now? And it's just going to kind of swing a little bit in the other way. And maybe they just, maybe they don't have a 13 and three or a 12 and you know what I mean? Like, or now it's going to be like a, an 18 game, a 17 game season. Right. So, 12 and five or like, is it going to be like more 11 and six type of thing? Like, is it going to be marginally less and do they do worse in the playoffs knowing that maybe they have this kind of downswing to them? Like, are they in the right headspace, especially Rogers? Is he in the right headspace? We don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, like I said, I'm not going to write off their season based off of one game. Okay. I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is at, but I, you can't make the kinds of demands that he was making in the off season and then not show up exactly because then you, you risk becoming a, like uh, not disgraced, but like you risk becoming somewhat of a laughing stock. You're like, well, I'm the best. I'm the best. And, and, and you guys need to do all this to, to make sure that I stay because I know my worth. And look, I, I get it. He's the MVP coming off of last season. He's a freaking phenomenal quarterback. Right. But like, that's the thing. And that, that's the game that you kind of have to play is like, I can't, I can't come out and say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm freaking, you know, I'm freaking amazing. And, and this is what I've done in the past. And this is why you guys should do all this stuff for me right now. And then now is here and you come out and it's no good, mm-hmm. you know? That, so yeah. it's, it's just, it's just a tough situation. So I'm not down on the Packers at all, but it's, it's tough to see. And you're like, okay, well, what do you, yeah. Yeah. Wh- wh- where are you going to go? I, 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 we're definitely going to see more eyes. We're definitely going to see more eyes on this team. Like, absolutely. If they had won this game, not even it didn't even have to be handily, right? Like, if they had won this game, like, like you said, like a twenty-four or sixteen or something like that, 
people don't look at the Packers the same way. They say, okay, like the Packers won. That's what they're supposed to do, right? Because Jameis Winston, first time, start like he's starting, but he's a starter in this league. But you know what I mean? Like they're making the plays around him. They're, I don't know how much they're going to do because knowing his turnover problem in the past and stuff. So you get that the Saints might have lost this game. But if the Packers lose like like this, like they did last week, that's when you're like, oh, okay, this is more of an awakening. Like now we really got to watch to see if this is going to be either a trend or if this is just going to be a an off week. And it's a very bad off week to have because now you have a one-week storyline of, will the Packers do better than score three points in a game? But... I mean, at least you can bounce back and at least take some of that, some of those eyes off of, yeah, yeah, we're just fine. You know what I mean? And that's what Roger said in his post-game press conference. I don't know if you heard that, Max, but he was like very like laid back and chill. He was like, nah, man, it's going to be all fine. We're going to do fine. We're going to do great. Like, you know, A like, very different, very different. Okay, well. He's got I, the ponytail. You know, He's got a little bun up on everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. Ugh. A very different character, a very different character from who we've seen prior recently. Yeah, he seemed very adamant when he made his offseason press conference about, you know, what happened during the offseason, you know, what was talked about and what he liked and didn't like. And then yesterday it was more like, oh, no, just, it's totally fine. Like, I'm going to do I'm going to be OK. Like, everything's going to be fine. It's just one game. Like, I get it. But then also, like, I don't know, you lost by 35 points you could show a little bit more urgency like yeah right it's not yeah actually and that that's actually a great point it's not just like it's not just like um yeah right it's not just like a regular loss it's not like it's not like the patriots right yeah like you lose in a close game it's a toss-up you're like okay hey like i know who we have i know what's going on right like man you guys got you guys got outplayed you gotta take that colby mentality and you gotta be a little bit upset my god like take right Take Tom Brady. If Tom Brady, if if any of the greats in any sport lost by that in their first game oh. of a season where they were like, we we need to win and we need to prove ourselves, right? I I don't even think Kobe would have taken a press conference. Yeah, definitely. He would have been angry. It felt like, and I don't I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that type of guy. But it felt like coming off of this offseason when you saw a little more, you know, rawness and honesty from him. And he, you felt like there was some emotion there, regardless of how you feel about his comments. Right. When he, when he now doesn't kind of keep that same energy, even after a, like a massive loss like this massive in a sense of like the, the game, the, the, the score. But when he doesn't kind of keep that same energy and he's kind of like, he doesn't feel a little bit pissed off that they started their season off like this. It just doesn't seem well from a from a fan perspective. Like this is the first, like this is what our first taste of Packer football is like. I don't know how Packers fans feel about just kind of that attitude, but you know, all things could be, you know, all those doubts could be qualmed if he, uh, all those qualms could be, you know, subsided if he has a better showing next week. And if if he has a remarkable showing next week, then people are going to write this off as an off week. People will write it off and they'll be like, you know what, Ponytail Rogers? We believe you, man. All right. (laughs) Love and peace and good vibes. (laughs) Absolutely, bro. All right. So, Shrey, let's continue with my new favorite segment, The Gauntlet. Yeah. What? We love The Gauntlet. I love The Gauntlet. I love doing The Gauntlet. All right. What do we have in store today? Well, Max, you know how we've been continuing this quarterback conference, uh, quarterback division series and kind of pitting up each division and their quarterbacks up against each other and doing our doing our most famous gauntlet. And this week, one of the big games from this week, and there's not a lot of big games like must watch TV games this week, but the biggest one I would feel is Ravens Chiefs. And that's going to be the Sunday night football game. So I thought Sunday, 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 of course, Sunday, not Monday, (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) Oh my God. No trucks for this one either. No trucks. Just getting trucked on the field. (laughs) Oh yeah. I gotta, I gotta stop doing that. That, that hurts my (laughs) esophagus. Okay. (laughs) Well, Max, the, the Ravens are in the AFC North. 
So I thought, let's do the AFC North quarterbacks this week. And let me let me lay the table out for you and, and mm, you can make your decision. Set it for me. Yeah, set that table for you. The Steelers, obviously we know Ben Roethlisberger is their quarterback. Big man. The Ravens have Lamar Jackson. The Browns have Baker Mayfield. And the Bengals okay. have Joe Burrow. So I want you to tell me in 2021, who is your who is your starter? Hmm. Well, hmm. interesting. Is it interesting? For man? 2021. For it, it is interesting to me. <laughs> the guy that I'm the highest on, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna oh, man. All right, all right. I'm gonna go to my I'm gonna go to my bench. <laughs> No, it's difficult, Trey. It's a difficult decision. It's a know, difficult I know. decision. I know, I know, I know. I just like I just like how you're ready for it and then you're like, no, nah, I'm not ready for it yet. All right. <laughs> Big Ben, Big Ben, as much as I don't like his character, I'm gonna put Big Ben on my bench. Okay. So you're starting with the bench. Okay. So we're starting with Big Ben on the bench. I'm gonna start with Big Ben on the bench. My start, the 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 quarterback that I'm the highest on here. Yeah. Hmm. It is difficult. I'm not. I'm not just gonna poke fun, but it is difficult when I have to make this decision too. I'm. I'm gonna go Lamar. I'm gonna go Lamar Jackson is okay. getting my golden egg. Uh, because I've talked about it before. I keep saying this, and this is my this is my catchphrase. The thing that I like the most is is the new age quarterbacks. In in again, I'm just gonna. I don't know if that's the proper term for them, but that's what I'm just gonna call them. The new age quarterbacks, the mm-hmm. guys who have wheels, the guys who can run, the guys who can get up the field as well as throw the ball. I mean, Lamar Jackson is that guy, and I know he's working with a crippled team right now, but I just think out of everybody that you just gave me, mm-hmm. he's the guy that I'm most high on for just like potential in the future. Um, yeah. Okay. So Big Ben's on my bench. Lamar Jackson is going to get my golden egg just yeah. because, like, I see something in him. I, I just, you know, I think I think he's great. I mean, well, you know, against the Raiders, he threw 235 yards mm. and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he ran it. So the fumble, you know. the fumble was uh, no bueno, but no. Oh, OK. Yes, yes, yes. But. Okay, but compared. Okay, here's the thing, Trey. I'm, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna compare that to, to to Baker Mayfield. I don't know, man. Baker Baker's funny. His commercials are pretty funny. <laughs> they are, did, I do like some of them. He did throw 321 this week, but he also threw an interception. I don't know. Yeah, I. Joe Burrow too. That's interesting. Yeah. So I mean, the Bengals aren't just kind of like you. You think about the the Andy Dalton era, and that's kind of over, and they've started anew and. Joe Burrow's a number one, a number one pick. So it does make it a more difficult decision. Understanding that, like, from what from what we've seen of Joe Burrow, he seems pretty good. Like he's not awful. He's not anywhere near that. It's just he's got hurt. So I'm gonna say, yeah, Baker, <laughs> you're so funny in those commercials, man. You could probably make it in entertainment, but unfortunately, you're gonna have to start at Home Depot. Yeah, Baker's wow, going. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take. Yeah, I'm gonna take Joe Burrow. Wow. Okay. So you like you like what you've seen from Burrow in the games that he's played? Yes. Sixty-five percent. You know, completion percentage. Um, I think you know he's what he's twenty-four. He's a young kid. He's um, a young kid. Number I'm one not, overall. Same with Baker. No, They're both number one overalls. Yeah, Baker. I know in look, okay, I got to give Baker credit because last year the Browns, I mean, God, nobody thought that the Browns were going to do as well as they did. Ugh, no way. No way. No way. I mean, that was the same thing with the Phoenix Suns, Suns this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like you thought, you thought they would, I thought at least they would choke way before when they actually lost. And it, I don't even consider that, that ending a choke. I thought that was a, a, a really great game. Like they probably could have won with Mahomes out in that in that in that spot in the divisional, but I don't I don't really blame them for it. Like they that was just a better team overall, and it was a better play at the end. But yeah, no one thought about the Browns that way, and now you kind of come up with a little more hype on the Browns, right? Because they did that much. So yeah, yeah, I. I don't know. Well, actually, you, you know what? Now that I'm thinking back to last season, oh, Baker is really funny in those commercials. 
Is that, that that might put him a point up, Max. I don't know. That might put him a point up. You know what? Actually, strike that. Reverse it. Yeah, Joe Burrow, mm, you, you look good, and I believe in you, kid. You can do it. You're just going to do it at Home Depot. I'm wow, we got a, la- a last-minute switch. We got a last-minute. We got a, we got a play action. I just called an audible. Oh, or, uh, the flea flicker. Oh, uh, the flea flicker. And I'm going to go with Baker. <laughs> They're two years apart. Yeah. And I mean, Baker, you know, I know that he had the supporting cast in the Browns, you know, mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt halfway through the season, OBJ, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you got a lot of, um, get a lot of good talent on there, but mm-hmm. it's still, you know, the man at the helm. Oh, okay. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> you, don't see so, you don't seem so happy about your decision, but you're going to keep well, it. Well, <laughs> see, now I'm, you know what? Now that I'm looking at them, they're kind of like the same in my mind. So are they both? Not I don't know. The right Is this going to be no, the first two Home Depots? And no one, you don't even want them on your bench? What's going to happen, right? No, you know what? Strike that. Ben, you're going to Home Depot actually because, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Wow. Okay. Okay. So what's your what's your final little lineup here for the gauntlet? All right. Fine. Golden Egg, Lamar. Yeah. Okay. Bench number one. Big Ben just because of, oh, no, but dude, but he's old. He's like almost done. He's up. He is almost done. Yeah, he's on his last legs at this point. So, am I drafting this still team on a great, for like next year? Like, am I drafting this team for this year? Well, like, yeah. Who who would you want? Who would you want this year? Who who do you think have has shown you enough that they can be a good quarterback in twenty twenty one and give you you know you've got your golden egg. Who else would you want? It could be based. It could be based on on previous, but you're you're kind of basing it on what you've seen. And a little bit of potential. It's kind of wherever you want to take it. So, oh, you know what? Then, then I'm going to change it up one more time. Okay, change I was it just up. Go, I was just going to go with Big Ben for legacy. Okay, goodbye. You know what? Steelers, get them out of here. Mm. Big Ben, I don't like you as a person. So you're out. I don't know you personally, but you know, questionable things. Questionable. So you're out. And I'm going to take both Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield. They're on my bench. Okay, that is now it. my final lineup. I'm locked in. I like it because you didn't have to pick between the two. You just said, I want both of them. <laughs> I'll tell you, I want both. I'm want Cincinnati. Both. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Shrey, who are you picking? Max, Max, I'm going to go with the same, the same lineup. And that's what I've been thinking. If mm. I'm, if I'm looking at this year, right. Although big Ben knows how to, to lead an offense. Like it's, he's won two Super Bowls. He knows like I just don't think he just can I don't know if he can make the same plays that he he once could he he's just not he's just not he's an he's a liability sometimes as an injury risk and I and also like I don't know how much is really him like that defense is stacked too they get him a lot of chances a lot of the times like that defense is unbelievable so if i had to pick i would i would home depot big ben at this point like you know maybe he can turn it into a second career but i am more up. <laughs> hey ben listen <laughs> we got a great retirement opportunity for you man come work at home depot screw those guys over at lowe's man i mean you'll be you know a lot seems like a handy guy yeah and i'm i'm just higher on Baker Mayfield than I once was I think he showed me a lot last year of yeah I guess I didn't think about that his his pocket poise his ability to move around and and kind of make plays with his legs he's not what I would consider a a runner of any sort like Lamar but he's able to just kind of get out of the pocket and and throw to the throw to his throw to his guys you know in the sidelines and just make plays with his arm too he has a cannon arm too so I think I'm high on Baker. I'm liking what I see of Burrow. He, I w- I'm well, not going to say that's how yet. I felt. That's how yeah. I felt. That's how I felt. I mean, what I what I saw of him so far, where I was like, okay, yeah, that's enough. That's yeah, enough for me, I was like, he he could be he could be good. I mean, dude, he, he's he's 24. He's six four, and he missed you know, like he, he missed the end of last season, and like he was kind of all he was kind of put in a. Uh, a box during the offseason, not, you know, just in terms because of his health. But I'm not going to write off that he's an injury risk yet. Like, he had one major injury 
but if he's able to get past it like a lot of people they do with their acls they if they brought back a certain way like tom brady had an acl tear and look where he is now he's still tom brady so with modern medicine i think he's going to be able to come back it's just you know how healthy can he stay with that offensive line now that <laughs> that offensive line is not very good and it hasn't changed so i i like what i see from joe burrow i think he can turn into a a good quarterback i don't know how about how great he can be but i think he can turn to at least a solid quarterback i don't really like ben i don't think he he offers the least at this point in his in his career out of the the four and mm-hmm. then lamar you're right. I, I, the way the the game is going, the ability to be a dual threat has become more valuable now than it once was, and Lamar still has that. And I think he made some unbelievable running plays in that, in that Raiders game. I was just like, this guy is juking, maneuvering, making these guys look like they're playing pee wee out here, and <laughs> he still has that in him. I think he expects a lot of the time and this is just, this is like one criticism he expects a lot of the time that he can do it himself and that's kind of his first, like he's just gonna like kind of jitter around and get out of it instead of oh i i think i should throw the ball out of bounds on this play like just kind of go to the next down i don't think he has a go to the next down mentality and sometimes you need that like yeah it's good to make every play a positive one but if it's neutral at the end of the day and you know that there's nothing going on, mm-hmm. then it's it, like that's what Brady does. That's what the best quarterbacks do. They just kind of they can't see anything. They just throw it out of bounds, go to the next down, especially if it's second or third down. That's when Lamar gets into some trouble is when he's making a lot of these moves because he wants every play to be a like a 10 yard run, right? Mm-hmm. Or a 10 yard gain of some sort. And he's not looking out for himself. And that's when he, you know, he gets into situations like he did it. Uh, against the Raiders when he fumbled in that key spot. So I'm hoping his decision-making gets better, but I you you like to see the, intang- the intangibles from Lamar Jackson or his physical attributes. It's just, it's made for this, this up-and-coming rising QB game. So I'm going to keep him at that spot until further notice. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Great gauntlet, man. We just keep doing it, huh? Oh man, we just I gotta make rolling. actually speaking of which, you know what I'm gonna do right now for everybody listening? I'm gonna make the poster for our Instagram for this past week's one. So mm. it's featuring Daniel Jones, our hero. <laughs> our, hero anyway. our hero. There goes my hero. Watch him as he comes. <laughs> Yeah, like you got you got to make him a hero now in the in the in the little poster thumbnail thing. So there yeah, goes my hero. <laughs> yeah, but everybody who's who sees this between now and then, you know, the time discrepancy between recording and not posting immediately, it's it's difficult. Yeah, but it's like and also little, you know what? Like and also I'm I'm not making the same mistake that I did last week with you know work and stuff because the episode came out on Wednesday, which unacceptable. No, dude, no, dude. No, no, but listen, I'm going to edit it tomorrow. Hell, I might even edit it tonight. I don't do Ooh. anything. <laughs> mm. I sit at home getting angry at video games. <laughs> when I'm not playing basketball and working out. The editing is quick with this one. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's um, that's what you got to do. Wow, there was a lot of content here. Good, yeah. good Aaron Rodgers stuff. Good Aaron good bad all the same right good content for us bad for him oh and that's you know we love the drama we love this spice <laughs> all right well sounds good to me shreyas i will see you soon but everybody else you've been listening to another episode of amateur hour a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports i'm your host max along with oh i'm along with Oh, what we we're doing? Wait, I'm confused. It's the end. I'm I'm your host Max, along with. Yeah, but you didn't say I'm your host Max. I just said it. You did? Oh my god, that must I said have cut. It. That must this have cut out time. for me. I'm your host Max, along with. Oh, you weren't gonna do it again? Oh my god, I'm doing it right now. <laughs>
Ready? I was waiting for you to I'm talk. your host, Max. Along wait, 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 with... wait, 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 do it over. Wait, I'm going to stop talking. Go. I'm, I'm, oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to keep this all in. I'm your host, Max, along with Shreyas. And we'll see you next time. Peace.